Welcome to the Greener Way podcast, a show about people, planet, and purpose, and how investors and corporate leaders push forward in a complex world. Welcome to the Greener Way. My name is Rosemary Petrus, and I'm the Senior Journalist at FS Sustainability. Today, we're talking with Dr. Laura Ryan, Head of Research at Ardea Investment Management, on her research surrounding gender and promotion in the Australian finance industry. Welcome to the podcast, Laura. Thank you. Alongside the CFA Institute and ANU, you recently co-authored a paper on promotion rates by gender in the finance industry. What were your findings? Well, initially, we actually started looking at the pay gap. Um, and I was, I guess, inspired by conversations that I was having with my male peers um, who suggested that at their respective organisations, the, the pay gap didn't exist, but I suspected it did. <laughs> and so I wanted to do a bit of research to support that. Um, but As we looked at the data a little more closely, it occurred to me that perhaps the promotion gap was actually hiding the pay gap to some extent. And by that, I mean, suppose there are two individuals at the same institution and they're in the same role and they're earning Mm -hmm. the same amount. On the surface, there's no pay gap. Mm -hmm. But if one of those individuals has a higher educational level and maybe more years of experience, then perhaps they should be in a more senior role earning mm. more. And so we wanted to have a look at the the promotion gap. And what we found was really interesting and really challenged some of my biases, but also, I guess, confirmed some of the things that I thought as well. So the first was that men and women are asking for promotions at the same rate. And that's you know, that's fantastic because, um, you know, we've heard that it's, you know, the fault of women really for this lack of promotion and and lack of senior women in, in senior leadership roles, et cetera, and that we're not mm-hmm. um, leaning in enough and that we're too agreeable and et cetera, et cetera. But this really blows that out of the water and highlights that we are leaning in and we are asking for those promotions. So I think that's really fantastic. Mm-hmm. The next really interesting thing is that when women did ask for promotions, they had a higher probability of converting them into an actual promotion. Mm-hmm. Um, and we think that, you know, maybe that's because women often wait till they're 100% kind of qualified before they ask, ask right. for a promotion. And then the last one, which is, I guess, you know, there's not, no other way to say it, but it's concerning. <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, we found that men received more unsolicited promotions. Uh, and and that was actually the reason for men receiving more promotions overall. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting findings. Can you talk a little bit about the, the reasons behind why this is the case? Yes. So I think on the first one, so, you know, that we're asking for promotions at the same rate. I think we got the memo. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, you know, we've all heard about that book, you know, Lean In and, uh, you know, there's been so much, um, I guess, research that's been put forward about our our need to, you know, really make it clear that we want to to get those promotions. Mm -hmm. So we're doing that and that's, you know, that's really, really fantastic. I think we definitely got the message. Um, On the second one, yeah, I think it is very much to do with the confidence things. So, um, you know, your chance of converting if you um, go into the um, promotion process, very confident, um, you've got your numbers, uh, you know what you've contributed to to the business. I think that's going to, you know, translate into a good message and then hopefully a conversion for you into into a promotion. 
And then the last one I think has a lot to do with, I guess, unconscious bias. Um, we like to promote our mini-me's. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think also a little bit of better the, the devil you know as well. So, And, you know, the, the whole unsolicited promotion process, um, it's not really a process <laughs> either. So, you know, I think that's more about, um, you know, promoting your friends or surrounding yourself with with people that you're that you're comfortable with. Mm, so it's about networking, a lot about networking as well. Oh, definitely. All right. And um, so for any, you know, sceptical listeners out there, um, is hiring and promoting women a nice to have? What's the business case for it? Yeah, look, I think there's two really important reasons <laughs> that we should do this. One is why shouldn't we? So mm. if if men and women um, possess merit equally, so if it's equally distributed amongst males and females, then over time at large organisations, promotion rates should be equal. Mm. Um, this is not a quota. What we're saying is of the men and of the women that are available for promotion, are you promoting them in equal rates? And, um, you know, I think arguing for the case that there shouldn't be equal <laughs> promotion rates is really, really difficult. Why? W- what justification can there be if, if we know that, you know, merit is, is equally distributed amongst males, males and females? And then the other one is there's just such overwhelming evidence that it's good for business. So, mm. um, you know, Willis Towers Watson's just published a, a piece that shows that, um, you know, our investment managers who have um, diverse teams, they um, have a net positive excess of returns of 45 basis points, which is, you know, nothing to, to sneeze at, wow. especially when we're in such a low interest rate environment. So it'll be interesting to see what the results look like when we're in a um, higher rate environment. But you can't argue with the research. Like if, if we're working in an industry that's all about the numbers, well, there's some pretty good <laughs> numbers for you, I think. As you mentioned, you know, you said you found men and women ask for promotions at the same rate dispelling the myth that women are not leading in enough, but you also found women are less likely to receive unsolicited promotions. So what advice would you give to women that are looking to go after that promotion and excel in their careers? Yeah, look, I've got some um, advice for the men and the women. (laughs) So, um, you know, know your numbers when you go into um, that promotion process and don't stop trying. So, you know, if you asked last year and you got knocked back, it's in the minds of your managers and their managers that you did ask last last year. Mm. And if they knock you back again this year, you know, the third time round, it's going <laughs> to probably be a little bit difficult for them to, to knock you back again. Right. Um, but yeah, know your numbers, keep keep doing it, just, you know, keep being, being persistent. But I think for the, for the men, um, you know, we need more male champions. Um, you know, we've got a really great HR um, male manager at, um, at Ardea and he's absolutely fantastic on, on all of this diversity stuff. And, um, you know, it's really, really great that we've got somebody like him. Our CEO is, you know, really behind all the um, diversity uh, initiatives. And I think we will see more change if we have more male champions for for diversity because the reality is that it's men that make up most of the senior leadership positions and most of them are the hiring managers. Absolutely. So it's um, for men, it's all about supporting their female colleagues and for women, it's about having that confidence to go after what they want to be persistent. Yes. 
So tell us about the experience that you've had. What advice would you give to your younger self? Yes. So I, I'm an introvert. And so, you know, networking and those types of things, I don't really like doing, doing them very much at all. But I really wish that I had have done them much, much earlier or participated in, in them much earlier. Mm. So, you know, organisations like 100 Women in Finance and few, they exist to help promote women in, in the industry. And, you know, I've met so many fantastic, very supportive um, women through those through those groups, and those groups have you know jobs boards, and you know they pass around jobs and pass around um, applicants and say that this this job's going. Do you know someone? Oh yes, I know this you know this fantastic person. So I think that's that's really really um, uh, a good place to to start. The other thing is I think you know a little bit of shameless self-promotion as well so i used to i used to think that you know i'd just do a good job and then that would be all that i needed to do but I think that actually resulted in a lot of invisible work. And so, you know, just simple things like letting my manager know, you know, on a weekly basis or a fortnightly basis, hey, this is what I've been working on and this is how I'm contributing. And I think also, you know, finding yourself a, a good mentor and, and um, maybe a male one and a, and a fem- mm-hmm. female one so you round out the perspective. Yeah. Can you talk us through what it looks like to establish that mentorship relationship as well? Yes. So I think, you know, you need to make sure, well, I think that you need to make sure that they are not working in the same institution. Mm-hmm. Um, it would, I, it's worked well for me when um, people that I have worked with previously, um, and then we, you know, we've um, now work in different institutions, but they know my foibles and, you know, so they, they um, and they're, um, you know, friends as well. And so I know that the advice that they're giving me is is genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think that the independence and um, making sure that they've um, got a perspective that's uh, not one that might be biased by working in the same institution is important as well. Yeah. All really good tips. Thank you so much for the advice. We've been speaking with Dr. Laura Ryan from Idea Investment Management. Laura, thank you so much for your time on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. I'm Rosemary Petrus. Thank you for listening to The Greener Way. Thanks for listening to The Greener Way podcast. If you liked today's show, remember to rate and review us on your podcast platform and make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. Any feedback? Contact us on podcast at fssustainability.com.au. I'm Rachel Allen-Bacchus. The Greener Way podcast is a product of FS Sustainability, a show about people, the planet, and investing in our collective future. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. The Greener Way podcast gives listeners access to information and educational content provided by discussing numerous financial sustainable options and our featured guests. It is not intended as a substitute for professional, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of The Greener Way are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. FS Sustainability operates under an Australian Financial Service License and the exemption made available under the Corporations Act 2001 in respect to any information or advice given. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the FS Sustainability website, fssustainability.com.au.